0: episode two. Do I have to? Welcome to Way of the Cross. I'm Pastor Jim Shrimplin from Wesley United Methodist Church in Atomal, Iowa. We are glad that you are here with us today on our podcast. And we are just getting this podcast up and off the ground, so we are thankful that you are here with us. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe. Today we're going to be looking at Mark chapter 8, Mark chapter 8, verses 34 and following. If you have your Bible with you, go ahead and open it up to Mark chapter 4, if, or chapter 8 rather, if you can do that safely. Mark chapter 8, verse 34, and it reads... If anyone is ashamed of me, in my words, in this adulterous and sinful generation, the Son of Man will be ashamed of him when he comes in his Father's glory with the holy angels. Today I want to look at denying ourselves, denying ourselves. Now, if, you've, if you were a kid, I'm sure you have said to your parents, or if you are a parent, you've probably heard from your kids, Do I have to? You know, you'd ask them to do this or that or the other. And they wasn't really keen on doing it. So they would ask, do I have to? You know, sometimes we can do that with God. We can say, do I have to? He'll ask us to do something, whatever it might be. And we'll we'll pull out that old, do I have to? Let me ask you a question. When did the crucifixion of Jesus Christ began. When did the crucifixion of Jesus begin? Now, we could say the crucifixion proper began when they gave him his cross and he started carrying it up to Golgotha. Or you could go back and say, well, maybe the crucifixion started uh, when they were beating him and whipping Christ. Well, that could be. Or maybe you could go back a little further and say the crucifixion of Christ actually started when he was on trial at Pilate's. Or maybe you could go back a little further and say, well, the crucifixion actually started when they arrested him there in the Garden of Gethsemane. Well, I think the crucifixion did start in the Garden of Gethsemane, but it wasn't when they arrested Jesus. I believe that the crucifixion of Christ began in the Garden of Gethsemane when he was praying his father remember that passage when Jesus is praying to the father in the garden of Gethsemane Peter James and John are there he asked them to pray with him and he goes off a little further praise to the father if this cup can pass from me but not my will but Thy will be done that's where the crucifixion of Christ starts it starts there with the denial of his will jesus did not want to go to the cross he was trying to figure out another way for the plan of god that had been unfolding throughout scripture for two thousand years how can we fulfill the covenants of of Adam, of Noah, of Moses, the prophets, the law. How can how can we fill is there a way that we can fill all of these things without me dying? That's what Jesus was asking the Father, and then he's but then he said these words, not my will, but your will be done. That's where the crucifixion begins. In fact, you could even say that's where the crucifixion in some regards, ends, too, because he has made a decision right there that he is going to follow the plan that God has set before him. And that means he is going to the cross. Remember, Paul talks about it later in the Scriptures where he says that for the joy set before him, Christ endured the cross. I think that's where, maybe this is where the the joy is being set before him, right in the Garden of Gethsemane. And he realizes that the only way that humanity is ever going to have a relationship with, with God the Father is if he goes to the cross. He doesn't want to. As a man, he doesn't want to go to the cross. Who wants to go through that pain, that suffering? Nobody. But he denies himself he takes up his cross and he goes to Golgotha and he bleeds he dies for you and for me so that we can have a right relationship with God through Jesus Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit all of this was done for you and me and it was decided before the foundation of the earth And then Jesus, in his his humanity, says, I'm going to do this. He denies himself and goes to the cross. What does that mean? What does it mean to deny ourselves? I think denying myself is setting aside my will in whatever the situation is and saying, God, not my will be done but your will be done in my life today. There are things in our lives that we want to do. And sometimes those things that we would want to do, we would like to do, might not coincide with what God would have us do. So what do we do? Well, we can either do one of two things. We can either go ahead and do what we want to do and we, call, we can call the shots in our lives or we can deny ourselves and do God's will, whatever that may be in your life today. I want to encourage you, if you want to be a follower of Christ, to deny yourself. Because see, in the passage, it tells us that when we deny ourselves ourselves, for Jesus' sake, for the gospel's sake, that we don't really lose our lives, we gain our lives. And if we try to hang on to this life and live our lives for ourselves, we'll actually lose our lives. And he asked two probing questions What good would it do? to gain the whole world but lose your soul. It's a good question. One that I need to ask myself every once in a while. What would it what would it matter if I gained the whole world but lost my soul? I don't want to lose my soul. You don't want to lose your soul. We want to be we want to be joint heirs with Jesus anyway, I do. I want to be a child of the living God. With all the with all the greatness that comes with that, whatever it looks like. And the greatest part about being a child of God is that one day we will get to see Christ. Are you ready to see Christ if you want to see him you've got to deny yourself and live for him I'm gonna encourage you to do that today